The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, I'm Haley Hubbard, mom to three and wife to a country music star. And I'm Jess Diamond, registered dietitian nutritionist and mom to one. And this is Meaningful Living, a community to make parenting and life a little easier and a lot less lonely. Every week, we talk to experts, parents, and answer your questions to share the practical tips and real side of parenting we all need. Because when you remove the doubt, fear, and stress from everyday decisions, you create more time for the meaningful moments. It takes a village. We're so excited to share ours with you. So we're sitting down with truly one of the coolest moms there is, Amanda Hirsch, also known as Not Skinny But Not Fat, also known as Commanda. If you do not follow her, when you are done with this episode, go follow her. She is... She'll keep you in the know on all things pop culture. You are entertaining. And Haley and I honestly wouldn't know what's going on in the pop culture world without you. So we are we are so grateful about that. <laughs> I need you in my life. Yes, we need you in our life. Well, thank you. And we feel lucky. I mean, you right now are hitting your stride. I mean, you just you just released your Chloe Kardashian episode yeah. and you had Kim on right. and you are just rocking it. Yeah. It feels like that. It feels like that. It's funny. I, I, when you see somebody's like success or like hitting the big moments from the side, you're like, oh my God, right now is like her, all this stuff. But when you're the person and you've been doing what you're doing for years, it feels different. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel like, you know, this is my moment or it's like, yeah, I've been working on this for six years doing what I do in the same, with the same passion, the same drive, the same motivation, the same love for what I do um, without making money, without getting big guests, without anything like that. So it just feels like, it feels really good, but it's different when people look at it like, kind of like, okay, well now, you know, you made it or now it's like, well, this is what I've been I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it's like I saw some girl at the park that was lived in my building and she was like, well, congratulations. And I was like, on what? Like, I didn't I didn't. Get, and she's like, well, all like I was like the Kim interview. Like, and she was like everything. And I'm like, yeah, it probably looks from the side like lately has been, you know, I've been getting to do really cool shit. But to me, I don't know if I'm explaining this right. But to me, it kind of feels like if yeah. you're working the same job, you know, for for years, but you just got promoted, then it's it's great, but you've been working this job for, for so long. So it feels really great and really exciting. But, you know, I didn't start on TikTok yesterday and, you know, get to 200 million followers and, and then meet the Kardashians the next day. It's been, you know, it's been, it's been, I've been around. You worked for it. Yeah. It's been a grind. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's funny, like you said, when you're in it, like you're seeing that vision, like whatever we're doing, like we're seeing that vision, but it's funny. It doesn't hit everyone else until they see those, the interviews and the, the quote big moments that our culture thinks are like the big moments. And you're like, wait, I mean, those are big moments, but you're like, my big moment was when I, you know, worked my ass off all day to like prep for this. And I don't know. It's just, it's no, you said it. Yeah. You said it perfectly. Haley, I've been messaging her to help her wean. I'm impressed that you have have made it breastfeeding that long. That's really impressive. You know what I think? It's like you get so much credit for breastfeeding, but honestly, I look at it like it was easier for me. Really? 
Yeah. I have a friend that it was so easy for her and I would just would like stare at her like how how is it so easy? Like I every time I did it it was like I was just sweating because like it was this this fight back and forth even though I'm like very like in tune with my body and I'm like I know that they're going to feel my energy and blah 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 like I know all that and I would try and get in that headspace and like no matter what I tried it was like it just didn't work. But maybe because I had implants. Maybe that was it. I wonder I don't like anymore. There are certain people that like look like they're like Mama Teresa's and that they were born to breastfeed. Like I know another girl like that. And it was so wild to me when she told me like that she only breastfed for like three months. I was like, what? You look like you were born to do it. I don't know what I look like, but that's what it was. It was like my boob came out. He latched right away. And it was just easy. So my choice of not introducing formula at all and all those things was because he was born in the pandemic. I was home all the time. He loved it. It was easy for me. So looking back, me not doing a bottle and like thinking ahead and wanting to make sure he can, you know, be independent of me wasn't smart. Was he getting like great, you know, all the good stuff? Yeah. But like, I think when people are like, oh, my God, good for you. I'm like, good for me, but also it was easy for me. And so many things that we do as a parent, like, are because it's easier for us. And that's not to say that's bad. It's like we deserve to have a fucking, you know, easy time. But like bringing him to my bed, all these things weren't for him. It was because I was lazy at 2 a.m. So I fucked me, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is easy to do as a mom in so many different ways. Because there's sometimes where I'm just like, I just don't. Totally. Yesterday, I had period cramps. And I was like, I just don't have the energy to like reason with them and talk about this. Like, it's just easier for me to give in right now. <laughs> like, yeah. Sometimes it's just easier. It's and so much easier. It's like people that say like, oh, like, don't have them watch TV. Like, no, it's give me something. <laughs> right. And also, Noah's super smart. And I'm not one of those people that's like, he's a gen- Like, he's smart. He's hit all his milestones. He's talking. He's doing everything. He's a genius. Okay. And he watches TV a lot. So fuck that (laughs) shit. Like, I don't care. Watch TV. Give me a moment in my life of a little. And it's not like he sits and like watches movie after movie. It's like the TV could be on. He's still like jumping off the couch, doing something crazy. So it's not like he's glued. But yeah, we deserve to like, you know, it's a full-time job as it fucking is. We so we deserve to mm-hmm. take our, but just keeping in mind that everything we do can bite us in the butt. Exactly. At any time. And yeah. usually at the worst time. I know. If you're like me, you hate having to worry about leaks during your period. Ladies, Periods are hard enough without having to constantly worry about whether or not your clothes are going to get stains on them or how it's going to go. So let me tell you about an amazing product that can help take the stress over leaks out of your period. Thinks are reusable underwear that absorb your period. They look and feel just like normal underwear, but better. At first, I was a little hesitant to try them out, but after hearing my friends talk about them, trying them out myself, honestly, I realized how amazing they truly are. They're made of special fabric that helps keep leaks under control so you can go about your day without having to worry at all. Not only does Thinks, spelled T-H-I-N-X, save me from having to worry about leaks, but they're also super comfortable. 
They come in the cutest styles, a variety of colors, styles, and they're environmentally friendly. I mean, honestly, what's not to love here? I so wish I had these postpartum. If I had these postpartum, they would have been a game changer. Thinks period underwear come in a range of absorbencies from lightest to super that hold up to five regular tampons or 2.5 regular pads worth of blood. And they are machine washable. Just toss it in the washing machine with your other laundry and hang dry. It's really that easy. You can use them as a total replacement to pads or tampons, which is amazing, or as a backup, which is what I've been doing. Thinks is size inclusive, offering all their styles and sizes up to 4X. Over 1.2 million people have made the switch to Thinks. Thinks has a 60-day money-back guarantee, so you can try their period underwear risk-free. Thinks is offering our listeners $10 off your first order with Code Living. Visit RethinkYourCycle.com. That's RethinkYourCycle.com to claim $10 off your first order using Code Living. Make the switch to things today. You are going to love these. Relationships are hard, and that's why I'm here. Hey, friend, it's Cami Crawford. Think of me as your big sister slash audible BFF that you can always trust to give you the real tea. This is my show, Relationship, the advice podcast that covers all relationship topics, the good, the bad, and the straight up shitty. Need advice? Send your story to hello at relationshippod.com or DM me at relationship on IG and tune in for new episodes every Friday. Be sure to follow us and subscribe so you don't miss all the hot goss. And if you're loving the show, please leave us a review. Talk soon, bestie. We definitely needed to sit down with you because obviously your raw authenticity is just refreshing to the world, um, especially in a world full of like very curated everything. But when we saw your Mother's Day merch, we loved the message so much that we can be moms and still have our own identity like outside of motherhood. How do you keep your identity as a new mom? I'm glad that you like understood it. So the way that it's meant, because that's the way I, I've always, this is the advice I literally give young, you know, girls or friends that are like, how am I going to become a mom? Like, I still haven't done this. Or like, I don't want to like it just be about the baby. And I'm like, you can be a mom and still be a dumb bitch. And I think that, you know, (laughs) growing up or you always think of, of like mother figures as like dressing like a mom, having a mom haircut, like being really like teacher like and their personalities or like, no, you could be cool. You could be hip. You could be young. You could care about stupid shit still and be a great mom. Like all kids really need is unconditional love. That's how my mom raised me, like unconditional love, overflowing warmth. And really, that's all you need. You know what I mean? So that yeah, doesn't mean exactly. that you can't do that and still care about things that you care about you know, care about your job, care about your friends, care about celebrities and pop culture. So, and I think for me was also my husband wanted to have a baby before me, even though I'm like, I've always known that I'd have kids, but he was kind of more, when are we going to do it? When are we going to do it? And I was the one that was putting it off because in my mind, I hadn't done what I wanted to do yet. And it was really hard for me to envision like, wait, I'm going to have a baby and then how am I going to do all this stuff? Like, how am I going to you know, I haven't reached my goals or I haven't accomplished what I wanted to yet. And so many people feel that way. So when I finally like was like, okay, let's do it. It was when all the other things I wanted to hit were in the right place, which was like 
financial security, more or less. Like, uh, uh, mental health was good. Uh, you know, my anxiety was at a good place. Like, all these other things. And the only thing was like, wait, I haven't done what I wanted to do career-wise. Like, I was still hustling on Instagram, but nothing had really kind of moved yet in the way that I would want it to. And... I promised myself when I decided to still go for it, first of all, because I'm a dumb bitch, what made me, the things I look at sometimes are pop culture examples. So the things that convinced me that it was okay to get pregnant, even though I want to do these cool things was look at all the actresses that have babies and still, you know, are in movies. Look at all the, you know, singers, look at, you know, the Kardashians. I would give myself these examples of, People that nobody stopped, you know, like so many actresses that I love have three kids and are, you know, going on movie sets around the world or so these are the things I would tell myself that are relatable for me and be like, okay, you could, you could, then you can still like do what you want to do. But I also promised myself and I'm a very like self-aware person that I promised myself. I was like, when you have the baby, you're going to still be you you're going to still be on your phone. And if you have to, like, you're literally going to like, and and I remember like talking exactly the way it ended up happening. Like being like, I'm going to be with the baby on my boob and still doing my stories, still watching my shows when the baby said, they're like, how are you going to do it? Like my sister would be like, how are you going to, I'm like when the baby sleeps and, or when he's on me. And literally that's how it was. Like Noah was born and in August, 2020. And that's how I know when kind of, shit really started taking off was when I was born. So I know it was August 2020. And it's so crazy because it was literally like what I was most afraid of. Actually, the opposite ended up happening. And he ended up bringing this like luck or it was just at the same time shit started moving. And I literally saw like, okay, I'm a full time mom. I don't have any help, but I'm doing I'm doing it. I'm doing both things and I'm happy to. And this is so great. And I could be a mom, give him love, give him everything that he needs whilst doing what I love. And there is no better feeling than that. And what I do can be, you know, people can think of pop culture and shit as like superficial or shallow and like, so what? Because I'm a mom or because I'm over 30 or whatever, then I can't care about this shit. So it's, it's, I really, and I'm, I'm just really happy that I stuck by my own advice to myself and that I really did what I said I was going to do. Like I really, and there are some mothers who don't, right? But they also lean into it. They kind of fall into the mother life and they love it and it interests them and, you know, like other things about it. Like my sister got really into it and, you know, she's studying different things like, um, child development. Yes. Thank you. So she really got into that world. Do you know what I mean? And that's fine. Like, do that if that yeah. speaks to you. But you can also still do what you don't have to, like, have your whole life be about this now just because you're mom. So it feels good to have, you know, stuck by my um, by my intentions and and also know that, that Noah didn't ruin anything. And that's what I tell people. Like, babies don't, you know, they don't they don't ruin your life. And they can sometimes mm-hmm. even make it a hell of a lot better. Definitely. I love your intentionality through that and and just going into motherhood with the intention. I feel like that is so important. 
especially with a partner to be like, okay, this is my intention. Like, what's your intention? Because to, especially to be on the same page as your partner and, and to know that going into it is, is so helpful. So good for you. Thank you. Yeah. And I also feel like your message to me, how I read it too, is it's like enough with like, are you a working mom? Are you a stay at home mom? Like what type of mom are you? A mom is a mom. And so whatever that cool looks like for you and whatever that identity looks for you, you can lean into that and you can still be who you wanted to be no matter what that is, whether that is the mom that is full-fledged mom all the time, present, being there, playing the games, doing it all, or if that's a mom that's doing what you're doing. And so to me, I was like, wow, that, that message just resonated. Or both, you know, or both, like whatever. Exactly. And I have so many mom like followers, right. And I have so many mom followers and like, I just love getting their input on things and knowing that everyone sort of goes through the same shit and just those like, you know, those stories that we all know, like I remember the first time I went with Noah to a hotel and we didn't realize like what it would be like, you know, sleeping in the same room as your baby and on vacation. (laughs) And like everyone was like, wait, you thought a vacation with a baby is a vacation? Like it's not a vacation. It's a trip or a, you know, whatever. So it's really nice to have that community of, and I remember I did like a question thing, like what's the wildest thing you, you did? And it's like, Bitches watching movies under the bed on their phones with headphones with their partner, like eating on the terrace in the dark, like <laughs> eating outside of the room, taking the monitor to the hotel bar, like all this shit. So, you know, we're all kind of still dumb bitches, you know, and we're all still great moms. So I um, I really I really loved that one with the merch. It was really it was pretty cool. Chrissy Teigen bought it. I was like, she's a. She's a, she's very representative of that. Yeah. She all of a sudden posted, um, a photo with it. I was like, oh my God. So that's very cool. Yeah. You don't have to grind yourself down to see results from your workouts. In fact, that no pain, no gain philosophy is so counterproductive. As you guys know, I've recently been getting back into working out and Evlo has been the perfect solution for me. I can get an amazing and efficient and effective workout all from my living room. They even have programs made specifically for prenatal and postpartum stages, which is amazing because it's so important to keep moving during pregnancy. You guys, Evlo Fitness is a breath of fresh air in the fitness world. The method was designed by this amazing physical therapist who had developed chronic pain from her workouts. So back then, she thought endless, intense exercise was the only way to see results. She became sick of the pain and the grind, so she designed a method based on science and mindfulness that still drives results without wearing you down. It's incredible. Evlo workouts combine aspects of lifting, Pilates, and yoga into a structured schedule to drive results but avoid overuse. They leave behind endless jumping and squatting and planks and burpees, and instead they selectively choose exercises to keep your joints happy, which feels so good. In every Evlo class, you'll feel that satisfying muscle burn, but you'll leave refreshed and energetic instead of broken down and depleted. Evlo usually offers a 14-day trial, but is extending the free trial to 30 days for our listeners with the code living at checkout. Visit evlofitness.com to learn more and try their membership for 30 days with code living. Work out smarter, not harder. We can't wait to hear what you guys think of this.
I was in yoga this morning and I, uh, you know, I knew we had our episode with you today. And I was like, I wonder what Amanda does to like fill herself up on the side, aside from motherhood, aside from not skinny, not fat. Like, what do you do to fill yourself up? Is it being active? Is it like, I don't know, travel? What do you do? I don't. I need to get better at that. I was just thinking, I don't. I don't. I get so unlike autopilot of my everyday that I that I don't. And I the thing is, like, there really is no time in the day. You know what I mean? And I need to mm-hmm. find it. There's like a uh, Pilates place by my house. And every day that I like walk by there, I'm like, on the way back, I'm going to like stop in and like ask, you know, and then like I'll walk on the way back and like someone's in the middle of a class. And I'm like, oh, shoot. Like as if I can't call or can't. <laughs> um So I definitely need to get better at that. Like just having a time that's not either Noah or, you know, Instagram or my podcast. Um, But the thing is, like the minute that I have time, which is like when he goes to sleep, it's like I want to catch up on a show or like do something. So there ends up not being. And then travel. Also, no, because it's with Noah. (laughs) (laughs) Then it becomes about him. I was going to say. You know what I mean? It's like. I mean, there's we have traveled a bunch in the past six months. We were in Israel and then L.A. twice. So uh, it's been hectic with like airplanes. And the thing is with kids. Oh, my God. It's not even the flight. It's like getting to the flight. It's the it's the fucking getting ready. The car to the airport, the airport, security, (laughs) the gate, all of that until you get to the physical fight. And then you have to get through the flight and then you land and then it's waiting at the, I mean, all these steps with kids are in a car seat, the freaking car, car seat. seat. <laughs> the car seat. The car we seat. Bought, the so thing. we bought a car seat in LA, like bought one and we left it at a friend's house just because like, I don't know what to do when I'm there. It's like, it's just, right. it's just like, I don't want to travel with another thing. And the thing is, also what I knew about having a baby was all those intentions. But I knew I could picture myself being flustered. And that's for sure something that I feel, you know, like you'll see moms just like, you know, just like not sweating or like, you know, the baby's chill. Me, I'm like, uh, uh, and my sunglasses fall. And then like the thing. And then I try to put Noah in and it's like rolling down the street and it's always flustered. You know what I mean? It's always like. It's yeah, it doesn't look like Instagram mom vibe. You know what I mean? Isn't that funny? I feel that way too. It's so And then people will be like, Oh, he looks so Haley. No. I'm telling you, you you see it. (laughs) Maybe I just hold it in very well, but I feel that way on the inside. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm losing it. But people are like, Oh, you have it you're so calm. And I'm like, I mean, I'm kind of calm, but not in the airport moments, not in but, those yeah. moments. Yeah. Noah's like running through the tapes, like through the the things. And I'm like, huh, I'm going under them. It's just wild. It's he's wild. <laughs> yeah. When you said that you looked at other celebrities as like ways of like, oh, I can do this as a mom with travel. Like I look at Haley. I'm like, if she can get three kids on a tour bus, if she can land in one city and then get on a plane like the next day and she can manage this, like I can do it. That gives me <laughs> inspiration that I can do it. So three kids you have. Totally. Three kids. And when you just said August 2020, that made me think we were pregnant at the exact same time because I had 
a baby September 2020. Mm-hmm. And that was right after our second, who was August 20, uh, August 19th. <gasps> you have it so, uh, one year apart. Wow. Yeah. And then the other one, she was, was she two? She was two when our third one was born. So it was, it was um, chaos. And now it's not. Bit. It still <laughs> is, still? but like comparatively, you know, you always compare it to like, oh, it's better than last month. Oh, it's better than like two years ago. Or, I mean, it's it's feeling like we're in a different season, but every season it changes so much. I mean, now I'm like, oh gosh, the physical aspect feels a little lighter, but now it's like mentally more challenging with our four-year-old because she's asking the hard questions and she's coming home and, you know, having things with friends and like, you know, so-and-so wasn't being kind or then I know she wasn't being kind to someone. And I'm like, trying to navigate that is like a whole nother new chapter that we're in. Yeah. So that wow. it's, it's so fun, but yeah, chaotic. Yeah. It's uh three. I can't imagine. I used to like think that I would have like four. Do you think you will? Well, now I don't yeah. know about two. Yeah. I'm like, let me <laughs> let me see if Noah's gonna get a sibling because <laughs> nothing is promised. You know, you get it ingrained in you by like society and what everyone does. That when the kid is like two or three, you have to have another one. And my husband feels that pressure. It's like that's how he acts, so that's why he's the one that wanted, you know, no like a baby sooner. And now he's kind of like, well, I was thinking, and I was like what do you have to do with anything? Like, no, (laughs) like it's, (laughs) he just like, it's not that he's the more, you know, wants a baby. And it just, he's like, oh, he's turning two. He's very, you know, by society's kind of standards. And I have tried to kind of listen to myself more. Um, Yeah. I do want to give him a sibling, but like, I also want him to chill the fuck out before I do that, you know, or like have him be seven and help around the house. Yeah, that'd be nice. (laughs) You'll know, you'll know when the time's right or it's just going to happen like it happened to me and you won't have a choice. (laughs) Well, don't think that will happen. I'm very aware and very, I'm like, (laughs) stay away. Thank you. Don't poke me. Thanks. Oh, my but good gosh. for you, Haley. Hopping yeah, Haley. accidentally, like three kids in. Good for you. Now we're done. Two weeks after we had our third, my husband got a vasectomy and we're we're donezo. Donezo. Unless God puts a baby on our front door. <laughs> my sister got pregnant with twins, like not with IVF or anything. Just happened. So I'm like very scared that that's wow. Like, is it genetic? genetic does it run something? in your family? No, no. Yeah. Wow. Um, but when she told me she was pregnant, I was, she was sort of like, yeah, it just happened. And I'm like, Allison, just ha- you're just like having sex with your hu- <laughs> like with Itai every day. Like, no, don't you lie. Like, oh, it just ha- like you're just so crazy. Like you're just having. No, <laughs> I was like, if I wasn't your sister, I would think you were lying because like, you know, they have their issues like every couple. And I'm like. He knew you were like ovulating or some shit. Don't give me this bullshit. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is anyway. funny. I, I truly feel like that. And my husband's like, we had sex like once. And, you know, 
in a man's head, it's like we had sex like once. And I'm like, um, no, no, it was more than once. We had a lot <laughs> more sex than that, but just seems way less to them. With four kids between the two of us, we have changed more diapers than we can count. At this point, we pretty much consider ourselves just diaper connoisseurs. Honestly, there are some days as moms when it feels like all we do is change diapers, which is why we are so excited to partner with Pampers. Your baby skin is so delicate and you want to make sure you're protecting it by keeping it dry and healthy. Well, I cannot recommend Pampers Swaddlers enough. They're absorbent enough for overnight wear. Hooray for no middle of the night leaks. And with their amazing absorbency, Pampers Swaddlers wick away wetness and mess to help protect your baby's skin and keep your little ones feeling dry. Pampers Swaddlers have been a game changer for us. And once you try them, you'll see why Pampers are the number one pediatrician recommended brand. If you're looking for a diaper that will keep your baby or toddler happy and dry, then look no further than Pampers Swaddlers. Trust me, you won't be disappointed. Whether you're a diaper expert or a mom-to-be, Pampers Swaddlers have you covered. Download the Pampers Club app today to start earning rewards with every diaper and wipes purchase. Trust us, you will thank us. Now let's get back to our conversation. Well, you've really built this brand around pop culture. How did you make that happen? When did you start? And have you always been into pop culture and always in the know in that stuff? Yes, always. I um, was always obsessed. I used to go with my mom to a supermarket and tell her I'm going to help her, but instead go where the cashier was and like read all the magazines um, and either get yelled at by her or get yelled at by the cashiers who were like, you have to buy that. And like, who buys them, you know? So always. And then when blogs started happening, I would be reading the blog. So since the beginning of, you know, time, I was obsessed with pop culture and celebrities and entertainment and um, always was in the know. Always like when reality TV started happening, was always watching, always wanted to talk about it. But at the time, it was like very not cool. Like it was looked down upon it wasn't part of like culture the way it is today and and I remember like my older sister who she was uh she was studying like pre-med you know she would kind of like look at me like Amanda is like so superficial I'm like so stupid and I was embarrassed about it because I went to high school I went to a liberal high school in New York where like they didn't believe in grades and like everyone was like protesting different causes every day. And I was like reading about, you know, Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston um, divorce and shit. So I felt stupid. Like I felt like, well, I'm stupid and I have dumb interests. So that's me. And then um, who knew that, you know, years later, I would be doing it and it would be what it is today. But I was always like you use the word intentional. Like I've always had an interest in it. And in weird ways, I was like setting all these goals and trying to do all these things around it to like try to be an actress, try to be a writer, try to be model. I don't fucking know. I literally would send my headshots to agencies and not know what it is that I want to be represented for, which is so funny today. Like, what did I think? They'd be like, she looks like a model. Like, what did I think? (laughs) What did I want? 
But it's funny to me today, but I'm also like, wow, good for you, you delusional piece of shit. You know, like good for you for thinking, for always trying. For putting yourself out there. Exactly. And like I'm saying this as much as I, I may sound like a loser and like despo, I think I would like to, you know, I'm happy to tell that story because so many people are afraid to try to do what they want to do because it does sound like something, you know, that either, you know, doesn't seem um, that they can accomplish it or seems like it's something that everyone wants to do or that it's too hard or too competitive. And I literally, my way was to keep on going to college, getting the degree, doing the internships, all those things, because I was raised in that sort of household. But I always kept doing my shit on the side, like whether it was, um, you know, taking acting classes, uh, uh, sending headshots, trying in any which way to like work my way in. I didn't know how I was going to do it. I didn't know in what way and like definitely didn't know it would be this way. And even when I opened my Instagram, it wasn't at the time or maybe subconsciously and I didn't really realize it. But at the time it was like, I opened it as an outlet for me to like write funny shit because I was going through a hard time. And that's when kind of memes started happening on Instagram. And I was like, oh, I can write funny memes. So at first it was like anonymous. I was just like writing funny things. And then as my platform kind of grew and I started like showing who I was, I remember just one day, like instead of like sending my sister some celebrity gossip bullshit. I like posted it and people really cared. And I was like, oh, you guys care about this shit? Like I care about this shit. And then it started being a mix of all these things. But yeah, so today it's wild because it's like I used to, my dream was E! News my whole life. And now I'm like, I've done a couple projects with them already. And it's, it's wild the way that I got to it because that was my dream, you know, 15 years ago. And who would have thought that, right. um, that I would get to it and in this uh, in this way. Well, in all those little steps, like you sending your headshots in and and like those are those step stones to get to where you are now. I feel like we all have to have those random jobs or those random things that we try to do to get to where we need to be. And it it's part of the story. It's part of your story. And I think it's a good reminder for me now as a mother to to really um, nurture whatever it is our kids are interested in. Like you were so interested in pop culture and you said that you felt kind of silly for it, which uh, it's it's such a bummer that you had to feel silly about that. And so I think it's encouraging me as a mom to like to uplift whatever it is that our kids are interested in because yeah, look at you now. I think so many people don't know what they want to do. And and there's so much pressure on everybody. I mean, I was the same way. I was like, I'm not that kind of person that just like knew I wanted to be a, you know, doctor or a lawyer, like, you know, all those typical things. And And so now here we are. I feel like everything has culminated into what we're doing now. But I, I feel like more people need to hear that message. So I love that you told that story. Yeah, I think it's, I I even like, I didn't open a 529 for Noah or whatever that shit is for college. Cause I'm like, I don't know if he wants to go to college. Like I am all for education, but who knows what kind of education will be available in 17 years. I look back at, at 
college and I would want to make a better decision about what I'm going to study. I mean, hashtag no regrets, mm-hmm. but like, if you don't want to be a lawyer, a doctor, whatever, like, I feel like we should be allowed to take the time to figure out what we want to study, if we want to invest money in it, if it's good, like, maybe, you know, maybe what you want to do doesn't require that kind of formal education. So I, um, I'm totally, you know, totally about that. It's funny too, that you said that you felt, you felt dumb for liking pop culture. I feel like that is the gene that I did not get. And my mom, my mom's me listening to this episode and she's going to be like, I don't know how you're my daughter. My mom's the one that knows all that stuff. And I literally don't. I'll come home and I'll be like, I had this amazing dinner. There was this girl I was sitting next to. And she'd be like, Jess, like, you don't know who that is. You, you really don't. I'm like, I had no idea. Like, oh, oh yeah, I saw that movie. So that's me. And the funny part is by being that, I feel dumb. I'm like, how did I not know this? How does literally the whole world know who this person is? And I'm just living under a rock. And how do I always live under a rock? Like, how do I come out? So I, I feel like I'm much more educated by you. And I I feel less dumb by watching yours. I'm like, oh, I actually know what's going on Well, it on became now. such a topic of conversation. That's what I'm saying. It used to be kind of like, oh, why do you care about the, the shit? But I feel like today kind of, you know, major news outlets cover pop culture things. And, you know, there's, you know, celebrities love seeing them being talked about in different ways. And um, it's changed. It's evolved because it's not only I feel like it used to be only kind of like nasty, kind of a nasty world where very yellow and tabloidy. Exactly. And today there's like a much more Um, There's like a variety of ways to talk about this stuff. It's kind of the best kind of small talk there is. I know. I know. Thank God for you because that's (laughs) how I'm starting to know things. I feel like I should know more. It's like maybe it's because I've just been in this like pregnancy fog. Pregnancy. I say that and I'm like almost two years out of our (laughs) my last pregnancy. It just feels so real and, and recent. But it's so fun. It's entertaining, whether yeah. anyone wants to admit it or not. Right. What else has really shifted in motherhood in like, whether it's the way you think about things or do anything on your podcast, has anything just completely shifted in your life since motherhood? That's a good question. I don't think I've given a lot of thought to that. It feels like everything shifted in my right. life in the best way, I think. I think I also understand a lot more about, you know, what my mom has done for us and my friends that are moms and my sister. Like, I used to be such a bitch and, like, not get it, you know? Like, like, oh, can we go to dinner at 7? I'd be like, oh, I can't. I have to put the kids in. I'm like, can't you just, like, put them earlier? Like, I was that bitch, like, not (laughs) getting it and being so not understanding. Like, I owe so many people an apology it's like, we'll just have them sleep in the stroller. Like now if someone said that to me about fucking <laughs> Noah, I'd deck them. Like don't interfere in his sleep or in anything. But I think, you know, that's like a literal answer, but it's so different when you don't have kids and you like judge parents or judge your friends or, or you know, or like why are they making it all about the, like they should. And it's like, no, until you don't have kids, you don't understand. So I've definitely, my sister reminds me every day, like, well, you said that you would never, and I'm like, okay, (laughs) you know, and that's why I have that thing. Like I flip. Um, but 
But that's I, I really do feel like the same person. I do feel a lot more, you know, mature in a way. Like I look at the world differently because um, there's something so much more important than so much other bullshit I used to care about. So it's like I used to care about nitty gritty things with friends or who said what or like who, you know, uh, and and today I just feel like above pettiness in a way right. like there's just no room for yeah. that kind of. So I feel like I'm much more I feel like a better kind of person. I feel like Noah made me made me better, made me care about, made me care about things more, made me think about people and like their lives more and and not how it affects me or how they are to me. So yeah, definitely in a very positive way shifted. I can so relate. So relate to all of that. Well, Amanda, thank you so much. I just want to chat with you all day because <laughs> I feel like you're so easy to talk to and and I feel like you're so relatable. So thank you for coming on today. And um, please let me know where I can get some more merch because I need that mug. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you so much. I could literally talk about this stuff all day. Like I feel like pop culture and babies, right? right. That's like where I am in my life. It's like either talk about like nap schedules or <laughs> or like the Kardashians. There's no in between. But yeah, I think there are mugs still available that say you're not a you you can be a mom and still be a dumb bitch. Uh, it's on the Dear Media shop, merch shop. <laughs> and thanks for having me. I had so much fun. We hope you found something meaningful from this episode. It'd mean the world to us if you'd take a second to rate, review, and follow the show and tell your friends about it. It's the best way to support the show. And if you have any questions you want us to cover on the show, call our voicemail line at 833-444-FULL. We want to hear from you. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Meaningful Living and visit our website, MeaningfulLiving.com for resources, courses, and to shop our favorites. Can't wait to see you next week. 